Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. There's data just released last Friday from the Global Burden of Disease people that, in Queensland that did a survey of the whole world's experience of the pandemic from a mental health point of view, and they showed a 25% increase in mental ill health, diagnosable anxiety and depression across the world, especially in women and in young people. Those are the high-risk groups. That is like what you see after a disaster, like a bushfire or an earthquake. That's the kind of level of new caseness that you get. It doesn't go away in a, in a few days. It, it takes months and years to actually recover from that. Professor Patrick McGorry is just one of the loveliest fellas I've ever known about. He's a psychiatrist who's focused his work on the mental health of young people. In 2006, Dr McGorry became a founding board member of Headspace, the not-for-profit mental health foundation that provides services for 12 to 25-year-olds through over 100 centres around Australia. He chaired the Expert Advisory Committee of the Royal Commission into Victoria's Mental Health System and he's the president of the International Association for Youth Mental Health. So if you've got a mopey teenager at your place, this is the bloke for you. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm, tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Although I have to say that's a bit misleading today, isn't it? Because Professor Patrick McGorry is anything but unlikely. He's literally a world leading authority. I invited him to talk to us, though, because so many people have spoken to me about how much their teenagers have been struggling through the pandemic. So let's hear what he has to say. I think it's like a perfect storm, isn't it? I mean, uh, all of the things that keep young people stable and well have been undermined by, by, by the, the lockdowns and the pandemic and, and, and everything to do with it. Disruption of education, engagement with education, the, the connection with a peer group, obviously peer groups incredibly important for them. And that's been diluted and sort of fractured quite a lot. Um, and, and, you know, luckily we've got 
uh, electronic communication so we can actually have some contact which is good you know but it's still not a substitute for for really touching and and, and connecting and unless you're actually really close to someone physically you can't fully connect i don't think you know even if you're not touching them so that's something i've noticed in clinical work like looking after young people in headspace and origin I, I hate the telehealth because you just don't feel a full connection and i think that's affecting the peer groups of young people the support system you know for 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 young people is is family you know and and if a family is struggling like a lot of people generally in the, in the public are as well you know and they've lost a sense of well-being even if they haven't developed mental ill health they're still not in good shape so they can't be a good support system um, as, as they normally are a scaffolding for the young person as they're growing up and then also like the educational delay that's going to happen you know people will have not progress properly you know educationally because you can't really without with, with, with the homeschooling and all that kind of stuff it's just not the same and uh, when you talk about educational sort of uh what's the word plateauing or disengagement you're you're probably also talking about social maturation not 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 having progressed either and maybe having regressed it reminded me of when i was a child when 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 you just had to stay home all the time and and, and you had nothing to do and you got bored and, and um you know um and you didn't have the usual sort of social things like you know going to go to the pub or going out for dinner or going to the movies you just had to stay at home and amuse yourself and it reminded me of being a child you know uh, the last uh, few months and and so it keeps you in the childhood mode maybe that's maybe that's what's happening to a lot of young people now because they've had a very sophisticated um you know childhoods haven't they these days there's so much complexity to what they do and now it's just been simplified right back it must have affected the thing that you mentioned, you know, like the socialization and, and, and how they mature. I think we're going to see a very long tail to this shadow pandemic. And, and we, as you know, the mental health system is already on its knees and, and, and we're trying to rebuild it. But, but, but we were behind the eight ball even before that extra 25% got dumped on the, on the system. So, so it's going to be a massive effort. And I don't know whether governments, probably in Victoria, the government does understand that the need to invest in mental health care and reform it, thanks to the Royal Commission. But nationally, you know, I don't think we're, we're there yet. And, 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 and yet it's the main public health problem that they're, they're, they're paralyzed by COVID. But if we think about the main public health problem now, it would be mental health. Obviously, there is a real threat with COVID. There has been anyway. Probably not so much now with with um, the vaccinations getting up to you know very high levels. But I think people have, have there's been fear mongers. People have just fanned the fear, and some some aspects of the media have, have done that. They've terrified people. It's got to be taken seriously, which I, we've we've more than done that. But I think it's made people over anxious. I think and and, and risk averse, and only able to think about one risk. I'm not an anti-lockdown person. I think we have to do that for that for that time, but I think the fear that's being created is, is a is a is is a big negative, and we've got to disperse it now, and we've got to stop the people that are the fear mongers continuing on beyond the the end of lockdown. We, you know, it's got to be much more calm and rational about the way they talk about the risks, not not exaggerating like they do on Twitter. Look, I think the one good thing is that because we're all so sensitized to, to the fragility of our mental health, you know, I mean, I, even people that haven't become depressed or, or anxious and needed treatment, they've all become 
more aware of the fragility, I think, of, of, of mental health and, and well-being. And so maybe we can we can mobilise the public. You know, I think you, you and I talked about this thing called Australians for Mental Health that I've been trying to set up and it's got getting a lot of momentum now, where we create a social movement in Australia um, of hundreds of thousands of people to actually demand, you know, an effective system of mental health care and, and, and also prevention as well for mental health, taking it seriously as a massive public health problem. The only reason that hasn't happened is not is not like we haven't had sympathetic politicians, but they haven't felt empowered by the public to invest billions of dollars in the thing like they did with the NDIS and like they do with cancer. The public hasn't expected mental health care to be like that, even though they really need it to be. So if we could mobilise this experience and, and, and sort of really, Australia would be the place to do it because we're closer than any other country to, to, to doing that. So I'd, I'd love to see that be a really positive byproduct of this experience for everyone. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.